Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today is the 18th of March. It is Dream Team Thursday. I'm just, we're mulling through this month. It's its kind of one of those things where I'm so used to time going by so fast that the date almost doesn't matter. But at the same time, I'm, I'm surprised every day. I start out that way. So maybe I just need very, very little to make me happy. But it's just so weird that time just keeps going by so fast. But today I have three dreams, so I hope time doesn't go by so fast that I can't read them all. But I am going to start with Maria's dream. And she says on the I Dig Your Soul podcast page, Dear Nadia, if there is time, my oldest daughter had a dream. She was laughing about it. She was in the planet Mars on her mobile phone through the app Snapchat, And all of her friends and her sister, my youngest daughter, could see her location, and she indeed, she was indeed in Mars. Her friends said, how can, it's impossible, you are not in Mars, and they were sending messages to each other and laughing. Her sister said, no, no way, you wouldn't go to Mars without me. And she replied, well, I am in Mars. End of dream. She woke up laughing about her dream. I asked her how did she feel. She said she was feeling great, just chilling out there, and said that probably had that dream because before she went to sleep, she watched a video about landing on Mars. She believes that one day when life on Earth gets impossible and because there is water on Mars, we will, move, we will be able to move there. She said that all matter of fact. Thank you in advance, and lots of love to everyone. And then Susan writes, it is such a cool dream, I love it. And she says, Maria says back, that is what I told my daughter. Well, it is a cool dream, because, you know, you, how many times have we watched TV, and we dreamed we were, it, we took it, we took it to sleep with us, let's just say that, and we go into this dream. But there's also another part of it, is that everything is possible. Right now, Mars seems like a far place for us. But how do we know in 100 years, 50 years, 20 years, 5 years, that it's not impossible? How do we know what we're going to discover yet? But when you can see that, 
or feel it. Just feel it. Even if it's through a show, you can feel it. You feel like this door just opened, like this potential just blew out of the water. It just came out and it's like, whoa, here I am. Because nothing is impossible if we can think it. We just have to figure out how. Imagine somebody telling us in even 1950, forget 1900 or 1850, 1950, somebody telling someone we were going to talk on phones without cords and we could walk outside, call people, talk to people around the world, see each other on the phone. All we knew then was we were tethered to a wall. We did not even have the touch tone yet. Color TVs were cool. Color, just the color. Forget the actual TV. So why not show that dream reminded her that anything is possible? Even when others tell her it's impossible, she now knows that it might not be Mars she's going to, but it might be the best job she could ever find. Because once we start thinking big, it is super hard to reel yourself back in and think small again. I know that sounds funny but think about it someone who was always heavy and lost weight and knew what it took to lose that weight and they did it in a healthy way they usually don't go back now the ones who did it just by starving themselves aren't going to starve forever because that's not sustainable and they gain the weight back because they don't see their potential. They didn't learn in the process. The process they used wasn't sustainable. But when we dream, that's sustainable because we don't forget our dreams. This dream made it all the way to today. We're talking about it. The coolest part of the dream, though, is that's what she took from the show she was watching. She could have taken anything from that day. But she applied what she knew today and created a gateway out of it, like out-of-the-box thinking. And it was a cool dream because we all felt it hearing it. She was sure about being somewhere we've never been yet. And that's what makes it fun But that fun lives on. It lives on and it grows on and it stays in that place of making us feel like, hey, wait, wait, that was cool. That can happen. That may happen one day. So just enjoy that dream because, you know, there's probably many more to come like that because once you open a certain door of just possibility and potential, It's like you're walking down a hall and the doors are opening themselves. 
instead of you having to go and turn each handle. And the stuff that's in those rooms starts coming out and you start choosing what you want to give your time to and what you don't. It's very cool. So tell her, we love it, have her listen to this because it, it's, it's not only fun, it's an empowering thought and dream. So I have another dream, and this one I have to probably, I just keep the ones I get in the inbox private. Um, dear Nadia, I have a dream for Thursday, if there's time. It's a shorty. I saw myself in the dream. I was around three years old. Everything was beautiful. I looked blissful and delightful in an eternal type of way, like I can see my spirit beyond my physical appearance. I also saw my godmother, I think in her middle 30s, in real life. I was always, in real life, I always thought she was one of the coolest people I know. That's the dream. Thanks as always. I think in her middle 30s. Oh, okay. So, first of all, I don't know if your godmother is here or not, but when we see people in their 30s, that's usually the way we see them from home. Like if you see your parents, they'll be younger um, when they come visit. It's, it's interesting because seeing my mom that way, she was wearing my current clothes in my dreams, but it was her, and it was her younger. And that was interesting in itself. But when you see yourself in your dream and you saw yourself at three years old, because that's young, that's before you're really listening to what everybody's asking of you. And in your dream, you had to go back that far to feel like yourself. And you didn't build a bridge mentally to your parents because they're too restrictive. So you built the dream to someone close but outside of your home your mental home, where everybody lives, that you feel like you're telling yourself, I have to do this for them and I have to do that for them. And I told this story on the radio before, maybe once or twice, maybe there was a second time. But I also just told it the other day to someone because they were upset with themselves, feeling like they have not pleased everyone and started taking it out on themselves. And the person of trust was her friends. Her mom passed, her dad passed. She was an only child, is an only child, and doesn't have another layer of godmothers or or cousins that are close by. Pretty much she's on her own. And so what happens? Well, when you live in a tight-knit community or culture or town, everybody wants to fit into this middle range of what is acceptable by everybody. Sometimes when you're at work, the environment at work does that. Like, oh, like somebody steps out of the lines and, and then everybody's like, oh, so-and-so did this or said that or, or whatever. And so what happens to us is we plan our days, our thinking, our goals, how far we can go, how far we shouldn't go 
based on what everybody else will accept or what they won't. Very similar to this person in the dream. When you're younger, you don't know all that exists yet, so you're kind of just yourself. And then your, your thinking isn't shaped yet. You're not getting in trouble for doing something, in quotes, stupid that you get called over for or get in trouble for or get punished for or get time out for, whatever it is that happens to us as we're being shaped into our, our growth. And so to you, that was probably the last time you felt that beauty and that blissful and that feeling of freedom and acceptance of yourself. Because I can't tell you how many beautiful, physically beautiful people I have met that don't feel beautiful at all of that shaping that got them to that age. They try. It's not about trying. It's about being satisfied with your appearance. Just being satisfied. I know people who put on weight to shield themselves from being judged. Even though they may be judged on the weight, which they tell me happens sometimes. But it exempts them from the competitive pool of what they should and shouldn't do. So I was raised in a, in a culture that had a tight community. And I based all my decisions on who was going to be happy with me, who wasn't, and how I was going to manage both sides of that coin. I was not in the equation because that would have been <laughs> that would have been like a total everybody would be mad at me or never talk to me again. And I I I think now looking back, I purposely pushed those buttons because I wanted that three year old feeling. I wanted to feel like I was loved no matter what I did. So I wanted to do the worst the thing that they thought was the worst thing. And see if they really still loved me. I couldn't believe that they would not. But then fast forward, I'm 58 now. Everyone that I tried to please and live between their mental boundaries is dead. They're all gone. They're all at home. And believe it or not, after they died is when I felt accepted by them. Because I felt like, wow, now they know that it's all good. But when they were here, there were so many boundaries and limits, I couldn't even keep up with them. So this dream is a message to you to follow your heart because if you follow someone else's heart and they are gone, what will you follow? You will be lost and you will not know how to find yourself because you haven't pushed against that part of our mind that says, just do this and everyone will be happy. It's never about the others. And it's not that we purposely need to go and push their boundaries off the charts and give them a heart attack. They won't have a heart attack. They'll already know that that's what people do. They just scare us so much, so hard, 
and so fast, so early on, that we have to dream of being three years old to feel free and accepted and loved unconditionally. And these little shorty dreams, they're, they're the biggest dreams we've got. Because they're like one message. Take those feelings you just described and allow them today. And you got permission. Your godmother showed up in a dream where you loved yourself and didn't hurt you in it or wag a finger at you or point a finger at you or blame you for anything that you do because you are a human being and that is being acknowledged. I cannot tell you that realization that I felt when I realized that everybody I tried to please was gone. Because you know what we do when we're a people pleaser? We transfer that. Okay, this person's gone, I'll please this person. This person's gone, I'll please that person. That person's gone, and what do you do? You're chasing your tail for the rest of your life. Sometimes we replace our parents with husbands or or wives. And then we push up against them the way we did with our parents. And it hurts our relationships because who wants to be the one in charge of your life the way your parents were? Your parents were invested. You were their kid. But if you push that on a partner, accept me, love me, be happy with me when you're not happy with yourself, you're you're asking for one tall order. Aren't I pretty enough? Aren't I strong enough? Aren't I smart enough? Don't I have a good enough job? You start playing these games, and then you wonder why no one can stay, and it's because you want them to fill in the gap of you pleasing now them, that transference that happens. So this dream is telling you, go back as far as you need to, to remember what it feels like when you feel like you, so that you can be you in your lifetime. And I hope you listen to this a couple of times. I hope you listen to it a couple of times. Because what's happened, and to have a dream like this, that's saying something huge, because you aren't able to think in the last five years, six years, seven years when you felt free, when you felt that freedom. Your dream had to take you that far back for you to feel like you could be yourself. But the best news is, is that you got that brought to you in a dream so that you could remember what that felt like because sometimes some of us never have felt that and have nothing to draw from. Nothing to draw from. And you do. So thank you for sending in your dream. That was a great dream as well. I mean, all our dreams are so insightful. And I have one more dream for today. And I got 
Great show today as always. That was about yesterday. I've been loving our shows, by the way. There's something that happened after our seven-year anniversary that just, I don't know, but I'm learning as I'm, I'm talking sometimes with you. And, and I remember telling you guys the other day, I'm, I'm listening to my own show while I'm doing it. I'm like, oh, my God. And, um, and there's so much comfort in the fact that we can keep, keep, keep learning so here's a dream. Let's go for this one. Can we talk about what it means when you dream and you see yourself in a mirror like it happens to me? That dream is the first of its kind to me. Much love. Have a marvelous day. When you see yourself in a mirror, it's like saying, look at who's there trying to be what you're not and let's see what's there she writes about the dream a little bit further and it's um i'm gonna just start it from the mirror part the mirror me talks to me and cheers me on she is a powerful woman strong like a man and i admire her When I look at her, it takes time for me to realize that really is me, not someone else. I get really interesting vibes from these dreams. Deep connection and pure, positive, tribal instinct. I know it must sound weird. I have this image of me in my heart that almost looks like Amazon or a shaman. We we got me off balance and sick. What got me off balance and sick was that I tried to go back to a work situation which was similar to the ones I have outgrown. There was a lot of pressure and I felt it, but thought, I have to do this, make it through this to be okay financially. The opposite is true. If I allow that sort of pressure again, it might break me. I need to be in my strength to have a life, to write books. I need to write, to travel, and inspire. I thank God for the illness. It stopped me right before the wrong turn. Thank you a million times. See yourself. How many times in just daytime we have walked across a mirror and go, oh, my God, that's me. That's my body. That's what I look like. But a mirror doesn't lie, does it? We can't change what we see. When people are far removed from reality, like they have a schizophrenia or something like that, They don't like pictures because the pictures show the real them, not the illusion that they have of themselves. It's like holding up a mirror. When I was with my niece, who's schizophrenic, and we took a picture and she saw herself in the picture, she's like, I I, I don't want to take pictures anymore. That's not me. That's not what I look like. She was dead serious. That's how powerful our reflections are. That's how powerful what we see is what we really are getting. Because when we look at ourselves, we're not just seeing the physical body. We also know 
the operating system of that body. What you accept, what you think, what you throw away, why you keep it, why you don't, who you keep, why you don't. In, in just one flash, you see it all. It's like an inventory. And you're seeing power, whether it's in a title or a leader or an inspiration person. But the truth is, you need to do that for yourself. You need to self-inspire. That reflection is saying, hey, I'm right here. Look, look how connected you are to yourself. Why don't you use that to your advantage? Why do you keep thinking it's here and it's there and it's everywhere? It's inside. What you've seen so far, now you know what doesn't work. Why do you want to do something that doesn't work when you can figure out what does? Where is your inspiration for yourself? Just saying, I need to be in my strength, I would change that. I would change that to, I am in my strength. Because that can activate your strength. But if you want to be in it, you need to be in it. That's a pressure. And we think in pressure because we were raised on a timeline We were raised that if you don't do this by this age, you've failed. If you don't pass this test, you're dumb. If you don't do this, and it goes on and on and on, that we, by the time we're trying to make our lives work, we have the tape of what everyone said in our heads, and we never replaced it. But you got past a certain point enough to have the dream Because this dream is showing you your power, kind of like the dream about Mars. Potential. The one thing that we get, the one thing is that when we can self-inspire, we can do the stuff we're dreaming about. And it's not like, I won't quit, and it's so hard, and I don't know where to start. And Just tell me. No one's going to tell you. You have to desire it. That desire doesn't mean the result. That desire means the trying, the push, the process. Pure inspiration leaves no regrets. You made, you know, to have strength in your life, to write your books, you need to write, to travel, to inspire. Well, look at your life right now and how much of that are you doing already? Even if you're traveling to the next town, how much of this already exists in your life? Instead of always thinking like, I got to do this. Well, why? Why do you want to write a book? What do you want to say? A lot of times we want to write a book to say we wrote a book, but why do you want to write a book? 
Because once you know why, you can tap into what inspires you to do it. What do you want to say to yourself? Because if you can say it to yourself, then you can say it to the world. But the world is a far second. Because if you can't do it for you, it's not going to happen. It'll be the one day because you don't want to start it. You just want to do it. I know that sounds weird. But sometimes we have that feeling. So you're seeing yourself in the mirror is saying, it all starts with you. Look at how much strength you have. You're strong. You're powerful. You're, you're really starting to, like, love yourself. So what are you going to do about it? All your tools are there. Your reflection told you that. I already am in my strength is what I would say. I would ask myself why I want to do each of these things. Because you will inspire people without saying you're inspiring anybody. It's very cool to see that unfold and realize it all starts with you. You guys, I love you guys. It's already over. We're at like 25 seconds. So I will see you tomorrow. We'll have questions for tomorrow. Send them in, and I'll see you then. Have a great Thursday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.